So before we start the show, our state has been really affected by some awful tornadoes this past weekend. Yes, specifically Western Kentucky was hit very hard last Friday night, very tragic and a lot of devastation. So we would like to invite you to help our fellow Kentuckians by donating. There's lots and lots of websites that you can go to to make donations, but the one we're choosing to donate to. Governor Andy Bashir has started a relief fund. You go to secure.kentucky.gov, and we're going to put the link in notes of this episode. So if you, I know Christmas time, we're all a little bit strapped for money, but if you've got a, a couple extra dollars and you want to go help, I mean, I I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. I We live, we were not impacted directly, no, directly by any means. We were scared. Like my yeah. kids were scared. Our power was out from, mm-hmm. you know, two in the morning to nine in the morning and, you know, it was yeah. scary, but we are fine. So we're going to be donating to this fund because I just, I can't imagine. And if you're listening, I know we have a lot of Kentucky listeners and just know that we are, you know, thinking about you all. Mm-hmm, definitely. Welcome to My Skeptical Sister. I'm Megan, the skeptical one. I'm Erin, the believer. And I saw a shooting star on my way over here. Oh my gosh, what does that mean for us? I don't know. I'm hoping good luck. What if we release this the next day we have a thousand listens? We make it big. (laughs) Hello, my darling. Hello, my... Oh, like that frog? Yeah. That frog cartoon? I love that cartoon. Don't you think that that's like what you do when you make it big? You have a top hat? And a little cane, and you start of course. shuffling across the stage. Yes, that cartoon was the little short that would play before Little Giants came on. Oh, and you know I loved Little Giants oh, as yeah. a kid. That was your jam. Oh, I watched that movie so many times. Yeah, that's like when I realized you could have mad crushes on people. That was that movie. Yeah, I don't remember it at all. Oh my gosh, Devin Sawa at his peak. I, I rem- mean, like I was also young, so it's okay to say that now. Now he's not his. Yeah, that'd he, be weird. He got real, he just didn't age as well. Oh, that's sad. He was so hot. It was like a 12-year-old when I was like a nine-year-old. Devin, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you're great Devin, now. I'm sure you're fine, but you were like, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> a dream boat. Bless his heart. That sucks to peak I at know. nine. I know. And then, But then we got to see his butt now and then. Oh, oh gosh, it got real weird. I was also young then. This does sound <laughs> weird now, but I was young the whole time I was looking at this young You were his person. same age. Yes. Okay. So weird. Yeah, uh, sorry. I'll try not to judge. <laughs> Don't judge. Oh, I bet funny. there are other people my age who are like, oh yeah, Devin Sawa. Oh was yeah. Casper. Like he really hit his peak, right? No, I've never, I mean, <sighs> I just remember his name from you having such a big crush on him. Yeah, I was in love. I mean, you were the most boy crazy. I really was. You were. It's you so have, weird because I don't even like people now. <laughs> I know, right? You don't even like men. Uh, but you I were do so like pretty- men. Now oh. we're like declaring uh, I'm a lesbian. I wish. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just only. saying. I'm That's, just saying I, yeah, I'm not nearly as boy crazy. They, I feel like being a lesbian is your dream come mm, true. Mm-hmm. So sad that it didn't happen. I know. I know. That's all right. Um, but no, you used to have like the typical, like what you would see on TV, yeah. teenage room, like wall to wall covered in mm-hmm. boy, boy band, all that stuff. Yeah. I'm glad you said band singular because there was no Backstreet Boys on my wall. It was all in sync. All in sync. No, Erin wants, she can still do Bye Bye Bye, the entire dance. She once did it nine months pregnant at a derby party. I did. 
sober. Don't be... worry, everybody. She was sober. <laughs> was sober. It does sound like something you would only do drunk, but she can do no, it sober. No, I'll break it out anytime. Yeah. It seems to be a popular request from other drunk people, and, and I like to please. Yes, yes. You were like, dance, little monkey, dance. And you sure <laughs> did. You did bye, bye, bye. And we all got a big kick out of it because your big old belly. Yeah. It was, was good. hilarious. Good times. Yeah. Um, that was a, a fun little rant. I <laughs> have been dying to tell you oh. that you've, I know you tried Yellow Jackets and then gave up. Okay. I need to go back. I want you to go back. Okay. I am obsessed with it. Really? It's out every Sunday and I'm caught up. So oh. I'm like, I'm dying right now. I'm like, oh. all I want to do is watch the next episode. It's and, killing me. And talk to me about it. So and, I need to hurry up. Yes. Talk okay. about it. I, I'm obsessed with it. It is so interesting. Huh. Okay. I I don't know. I watched like some other show on Prime. I think it was about um, girls who had a plane wreck or something. The wild oh, ones. Yeah. I never watched that. And it was, it was okay. It was just, I'm pretty sure it was during the pandemic, which is the only reason why I watched it. But, yeah. Um, I mean, we're still in the pandemic, but you know, during like the lockdown part of the right. pandemic and um, it, it just was kind of cheesy and no, this is not cheesy. This is like okay. creepy. Ooh. And I mean, I am just so interested okay. in every aspect of it. Okay. Well, I will, I'll go back. I'll give it a try. Okay, good. I mean, we have a two week vacation coming up. Yeah. For Christmas break. What else to do other than to put the volume on mute <laughs> and watch my baby? Okay. Yeah. Perfect. She'll love it. She will love it. Lots of death, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Lots of death. I've also just started watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, Yeah. That's a little weird. It is a little weird. I did it for Marin. Marin, if you're listening, this I, is for you. Marin, I feel like she would do anything for you. So you <laughs> go <much>. ahead. <laughs> oh, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. It's very weird. I... I'm giving it a chance. Uh-huh. I'm going to I'm going to at least watch the first season. Okay, well, you just sat here right before the started and told me about a praying mantis. Yeah, there's a praying mantis woman situation. It was very weird. Who eats virgin men. I mean, that sounds <laughs> legit. I give it a go. Oh my gosh, it's so cheesy. It's like a uh, a little bit like X-Files only mm. dumber. No, I do love X-Files. I love X-Files, but this is like you know how every once in a while you get that episode of X-Files where you're like, oh, this is weird. Yeah. Like they They're try all too hard. like that. Okay. Well, it also <laughs> kind of reminds me of, um, what were those books we used to read as kids where it was like the teacher was an alien? Oh, or yeah. The, like that's what that reminds me of. Yeah. I loved those Was books. it R.L. Stein or something? No, I don't think so. They were just really weird books mom always got. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? I have a couple of them on the bookshelf in there. My kids weren't asleep right now. I could go find them. Oh, that's funny. I always think it's funny. Mom would get so mad at you letting your kids read Harry Potter. Oh no. She got mad at me wanting to read Harry Potter. Oh gosh. Cause it's witchery, witchcraft. Yeah. But then, uh, we look back at all of the childhood books that she read us. Yeah. Every one of them had to do with witches. Yeah. I'm like, you did this to me. You yeah. were obsessed with witches. It's all you read us. Mm -hmm. And then turns around and judges that, you. Like the bones, the, the comb becomes, Oh, oh it's the best book. It um, is the best book. Oh, hold What's on. Hold on. Bony legs. Bony legs. Bony legs. Oh and gosh. I remember, you know, my little self with my little reading disability. <laughs> I practiced that book over and over again and got to read it to a little group of kindergartners. And I remember <laughs> like my librarian being like, oh, like halfway through, like, what is this book about? Like she <laughs> gave us an assignment to take home a book and read. It. And I was like, oh, I know what book I'm going to read, but I'm reading it to five-year-olds. And it is creepy. It is creepy. AF. And I, I just remember her face and I'm like, 
oh, I know, isn't it good? I'm like, <laughs> looking back, I'm like, I don't think that's what her face was thinking. No, she was probably, probably like, not. why are you reading this to five-year-olds? Well, but I tell it that's to Miles. What, that's what we read as five-year-olds. Oh, Thanks was, to mom. Exactly. And I, I do, I don't, I don't have the story. I would love to someday own Bony Legs, but I retell that story to Miles all the time and he loves it. Yeah, it's so good. Totally have we like talked it. about this story on this podcast before? I don't know, but you want to know what the really weird story about that that is? Yeah. Okay, so we grew up listening to that story. And if uh-huh. anybody else out there has ever heard, I don't think we have. Okay. Um, if anybody else out there has heard the story, I mean, it's very specific. Yeah. Well, in high school, this movie came out and everybody was very excited, like in Oldham County, uh-huh. because there were a couple of scenes from Oldham County. Mm-hmm. And I think that was like the first time a movie had ever been made out there that we knew of. And the one lane bridge uh, over River Road mm-hmm. was in that movie. And that you, it's undeniable. Like somebody jumps off of it naked at some point or something. Yeah. So, of course, it comes out and we're like all race to Blockbuster. I mean, it wasn't like in the <laughs> movie, you know, big theaters. And so we go and get it and we watched it and it was totally a remake of that story. Huh. But they didn't give any credit. So I'm like, somebody read this book and it was like an adult version of that book, but I'm like, yeah, you still have to give credit to that. And it was the weirdest, stupidest movie ever. Oh, and no. then, no, here's the kicker and the worst part is that I was working at Winn Dixie and <laughs> oh, I do know this part of the story. Keep we going. have a uh, person in line to buy their groceries, and I'm like <laughs> telling the cashier across the way about this whole thing, like this whole story, and I'm going on and on and on. And it was the stupidest movie and blah, blah, blah. And the person who I'm checking out was like, was the name of the movie? And of course, I can't remember it now. Was the name of the movie? Da, da, da. And I was like, yes, I cannot believe. Have you seen it? And they were like, uh, that's my movie. It was totally <laughs> their movie. It was so, it was the most awkward. Like, it wasn't that bad. Like, where do you go from there? You don't, you don't have anywhere to go from like, there. Like, I also hated Forrest Gump. I just notoriously have bad taste in movies. Bad taste. And then I gave them their watermelon for 10 cents, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I, that's a, a – we went a long way to get to Bony Legs. I know. I feel like that's how every episode goes. Yeah. I, we never know what it's going to be. And then Tangent here we are talking about Bony Legs. I know. I know. And Devin Sawa. Yes, and Devin Sawa. <laughs> Oh, funny. Well, I've been watching The Great, and oh, it is okay. great. I do want to start watching that. Yeah, it's great. It's raunchy. I mean, you have to like – It's there's so many shocking parts that sometimes those types of shows I don't really care for too much because I'm like, yeah. you're just trying to shock me. But when it's in context yeah. and you understand why it's so shocking, then you're like, okay, this is pretty good. And then yeah. it, it, it does make me audibly laugh out loud. Throughout the whole show. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's really good. Uh, but of course, that one, that one, I do have a line. I don't, <laughs> I don't watch that on mute in front of anybody. <laughs> I wait till everybody's in bed, including James, and then I turn it on because it's just that shocking. So oh, funny. Yeah. Well, um, I want to start watching the new Sex in the City. Oh yeah. I don't know how I feel I, about. I don't that. know how I feel about it either. But I'm, I'm going to try it. It's like a roller coaster of emotions for me. I get excited and then I'm like, oh, it, it ended. It, yeah, it didn't even end the way it was supposed to. They should have ended it. They should have ended it after the, the series. They should have ended it after the first movie. The first movie yeah. wrapped everything up just fine. That's true. And then they had a second movie, and it was dumb. Mm-hmm. I did not like the second movie. And then I don't know why they're doing this. Yeah, it seems a little like, come on, ladies. I know, and not Samantha. What's the name? What's the other one? Uh, Miranda. No, maybe um, it is Samantha. Samantha, the real sexy one. Yes, Samantha's not even in it. 
Oh, are you kidding me? We well, cannot. they hate each other. Samantha, that actress. Yeah. And oh. the other three hate each other. So she's not in it. Wow. Well, that's stupid. How are you going to do that? I know. She's it's like, what brought Unless the they... sex in the city? Yeah. I mean, like, there, were, she was there was the... other stuff, but there was mostly. I mean, she was the one you were like, well, right. hello, UPS delivery man. Also, another funny story. Um, oh, yeah. That was a good scene. <laughs> Sorry. Flashback. I'm like, oh, yeah. That UPS guy. I remember his package. <laughs> it was nice. Uh, anyway, I digress. Uh, when that movie came out, do you remember people just, they lost yeah. their minds. Oh, yeah. Lost their minds. And I remember um, a group of us girls got together and we went in pajamas because <laughs> that's how we roll. But we go to the movie theater and people were dressed up like to kill dress like the characters in sex in the city, like the yeah. stilettos and the whole nine yards, which was like comical to me. I'm like, this is like women's star Wars comic. <laughs> what is it called? Comic-con. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nailed that. Um, <laughs> but anyway, and we, but the craziest part is we're sitting in the theater and it's just, you know, a bunch of women and a speckle with a couple of gay men. And we're all sitting there waiting for it to come on, but the lights are all on and it's a packed theater. And all of a sudden, these two women stand up in the very, almost the front row and turn around and they start doing this weird cheer, like, <laughs> give me an S. And they spell out sex in the city. So, oh, and wow. I remember looking over Impressive. at my friends like, this is so weird. And then at the very end, this girl pulled up, not her, just her shirt, her whole mini dress. Oh my God. So you saw her little underwear and no, um, like she had no bra on. So it was yeah. just naked, naked boobs in it. Tinseltown movie theater. How weird is this? Like, where are we? Derby all of a sudden. I don't know. It was strange. And then the, my favorite part were the little old ladies that were right in front of me. It was like us and these little old ladies were the only two that were not dressed up. And these little old ladies, she turned around and she's like, I've seen better. I mean, it was like they did not. They were not shocked. It did not skip a beat. They're like, yeah, I've seen better. Oh, that's hilarious. Was funny. Oh, man. I love it. Yeah, it's weird. All right. Okay. You ready for some scary stories after, after some toddies? So before we get started, though, I do I have an update of our stories, our trilogy from okay. AJ. Okay. Um, so they were very kind enough to write in some stories or some updates on the story. But then also I made a very big mistake that I would like to publicly correct. Um, I kept calling AJ a man and a he and then I even like, okay, I'm just going to read her back and forth. Okay. So at first I said, AJ, these stories are great. Thank you so much. Da, da, da. Told AJ when they would air. And then AJ comes back with, oh, thank you. If there's anything else, super great. Right. Then writes back again. I binged all your episodes and have caught up. I have more information if you would like. With the hat man, I am an only child, because remember we said it was yeah. probably a sibling. Right. So no to the siblings for that. And the figure was too tall and skinny to have been my dad. And then um, also AJ's story was about the nurse or the patient's house, that yeah. there was a doorbell ring or a knock at the door or something. And then they saw somebody walk up to the door and then they and heard then noise they immediately heard noise. above. I remember. At my patient's house, there's another entrance from the backyard, but it is off to the kitchen behind us and then the garage which comes into the same hall as the front door but there is only one set of stairs and it was directly in front of the chairs we were sitting in so someone would have to be really fast getting up those uh -huh. without us seeing maybe a squatter living up there or worse a wild animal jumping off the roof we live in the mountains and we had a lot of trouble with mountain lions this year it's funny to me that they say worse i'm like no a squatter sounds worse yeah give me a squatter more than a wild animal 
Right. I mean, wild animals are no. scary as hell. Give me a wild animal. Yes. Rather yeah. than a squatter. Yeah. Wild animals, scary. Mountain lion, uh, of course, yeah. terrifying. But I feel like I could get a chair and be like, get, you know, like, get yeah. out of here. Well, and uh, their intent to kill me is their instinct, not their psych, like, right. they're not a psychopath that wants to torture me. Yeah. Now that I say that, I think my exact same instinct, I would get a chair to a psychopath. To a squatter. Like, get, get, get out of here. Don't you get to me. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but then AJ's PS is where I'm like, oh, whoops. P.S. My pronouns are she, her. And I definitely called AJ he, him throughout the first episode. And then I did not get this email until after our Aww. second one. And uh, girl, I went back and listened and we we're totally like that man. And he is married to. And oh, shoot. so I am so sorry, AJ. Um, and I, this is my apology to AJ. I'm just going to read it because it does sum up how I feel. AJ, I am so sorry for getting your pronouns wrong. I am trying to be mindful in that regard, but clearly have room to grow by never making assumptions. I truly am sorry, and I promise to correct this next week. Unfortunately, we just released this week's episode right before I saw this email, and I read your third story. And I'm sure I messed up your pronouns again, and I did. I full-on called you a man, I believe, at one point. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I hope you will forgive my ignorance and know that my apology is genuine. And then I said, thank you for your update on the other stories. I hope you take my debunks as they are meant lighthearted. I'm always like, I don't know. It's it's a little awkward when they write back uh, like a rebuttal to my debunk. I'm like, I don't know. I love it. Bring it on. Bring it. Bring it on. But I'm like, and I'm still going to stick with my debunk. Uh, But (laughs) while I am closed off to the paranormal world, personally, I really do respect those who have had their own experiences, which I do mean that. And she was so gracious because she said, it's all good. And I like hearing the different debunks that you come up with. So, and then she just kind of goes on to say nice things about us, which is lovely. Nice. Um, But yeah, so thank you, AJ. And I am so sorry. I will, I will definitely be more mindful of that in the future. Awesome. All right. Yes. Thank you, AJ. And thank you for your grace. Yes. We we need all the grace we can get. This is a very public podcast, which means (laughs) you put yourself out there. Yeah. You have to be willing to take the risks to make mistakes. So, That's, right. That's right. And own them and fix them when you find them out. That's right. Okay. So I'm going to just start us off with a story that is titled one horribly sad story hmm. and one slightly happier one. Enjoy. Oh, I like the slightly happier. Like, don't get too excited. It's not going to be all <laughs> sunshine and roses here. That's right. Well, we decided this, like we talked which order we're going to go. And we're going to start sad so yeah. that you can just scare the, the pants off us. Okay, it's not the scariest mind, but it's good. Oh, all right. Okay. It'll be uplifting. Okay, sweet. Uh, this also starts with a request that I don't think I can deliver, but I'm going to do my best. Let's hear it. In a little, like a little asterisk, it says, read this in Robin Williams' voice. Oh my gosh. Please <laughs> From Good it. Morning Vietnam. Give it a go. Good evening, sisters. <laughs> that was more like a, an announcer at a ballpark, I feel like. Isn't that how he does it in Good Morning Vietnam? Kind of, but yours is more like um I don't know if I've ever seen me that one. The bar. Oh, I've seen it, but it's been many, many years. Yeah. I don't think I could impersonate the best impersonator right. who ever yeah. lived. Good luck. Yeah, no thank you. He was a master. I think you got close enough. Okay, we're we're gonna move right on. I did my best. My name is Chelsea. I'm a new listener on episode 13 at the time I'm writing this, and I'm loving the podcast. Oh, I'm a skeptical believer, but leaning way more toward the believer side. I have two stories for you, but they are extremely closely related. I feel the need to warn you that the first one is going to be horribly sad, Mm. but the second is pretty sweet. 
I'll try to throw some humor in where I can so it doesn't bum you ladies out too badly. Oh, so nice. I know. Trigger warning for accidental unexpected death. So thank you. If you all ever have a trigger warning, we often forget until yes. we're halfway through. So uh, yes. yeah, put that trigger warning in yourself and then <laughs> just, call. just help us. That's right. Okay, enough rambling and on with the stories. Last year, my husband's cousin, we will call him John, moved in with us from out of state for reasons I won't get into. John didn't know anyone here and didn't have a car. So to make things easier for everyone, my husband got John a job at his place of work. Things were going well for a while, but the arrangement ended up not working out for reasons I also won't get into, mm-hmm. which is fine, but also I love the gossip. Yeah. So just, yeah. just know I am going into interesting spirals in my brain. And yeah, that's fine. If, and if you'd ever like to just write us in and not, <laughs> we will not read it on the podcast just to. Yeah. But <laughs> if it's juicy in any capacity Mm -hmm. we'd love to hear it but but kidding no 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 we don't really need to hear all that (laughs) so john had to find a new job he found one pretty quickly and it was within two and a half miles of our house so he would walk to and from work the quickest route for him to walk had train tracks that Mm -hmm. he would have to cross Mm -mm. i think you both might already know where this is going i can feel it oh i know on his second day at his new job so it's like oh my gosh John was walking to work and saw there was a train coming. He must have thought he could make it across and not be late for work if he ran as fast as he could. Mm. So that's what he did. Only he didn't make it. The train clipped the backside of John's body. Oh, my God. He was knocked unconscious instantly and was gone within a couple of minutes. Wow. I know. It's awful. The days following John's death were hard. My five-year-old, four at the time, kept asking where John was, and I explained the best I could. But with him being so little, he didn't fully understand. Mm. Here is where the tiny bit of skepticism I have in my mind comes into play. A couple days after the accident, I heard, clear as day, the sound of John's cough coming from the room he occupied when he was alive. Hmm. His lungs weren't great when he was alive, and the sound of him coughing was very distinct. When I first heard it, I thought, you're just grieving, Chelsea. He's heavy on your mind and heart right now, so of course your brain is going to play tricks on you. I went about my day and didn't think about what I heard again. But another couple of days later, I heard it again. And then the next day, I heard it a few more times. I even went into his room once or twice, almost expecting to see him there. Hmm. I avoided the room for about a week. Things were pretty silent during that time, and I started to convince myself I had imagined the whole thing until I heard it one last time. The last time I heard it, I felt what I can only describe as a wave of heightened intuition come over me. I opened the door, quickly turned on the light, and then the parentheses. I may have had lots of strange experience, but that doesn't mean I'm not also a giant chicken. <laughs> right. Stepped inside and closed the door. I sat in there and talked to John. I told mm-hmm. him that we missed him terribly, but that we were going to be okay. And most importantly, he didn't have to stay here. I told him that we loved him and that it was okay for him to move on so that his soul could go wherever it needed to go. Mm-hmm. Almost as soon as I said the words, the room started to feel less and less heavy. And I never heard the coughing again. I don't know if it was John's actual spirit lingering or if maybe there was just some of his residual energy hanging around. John left the earth in a very traumatic way, so either one wouldn't surprise me. But I would like to think that maybe John just needed some reassurance that things would be okay here, that it was okay for him to close his earthly chapter and take the next steps on his soul's journey, whatever that may be. Wherever John is now, I hope he's living his best afterlife. Wow. Flash forward to a couple months after John's passing and get ready for story number two. No activity at all had happened in my house since I sat down and had my chat with John. Everything was pretty quiet and things were starting to return to normal. 
I went to bed on a completely normal night and woke up at 3 a.m. completely unable to get John out of my mind. I laid awake for over an hour just thinking of him. They weren't sad thoughts, mostly just memories of when he was alive. I finally fell back asleep around 4.30 and woke up for the day about four hours later. Like many people, one of the first things I do when I wake up in the morning is check my phone. I opened Facebook and the first notification I had was a notification telling me it was John's birthday. Oh, well. I had never previously been told when John's birthday was, at least not that I remember. I suppose it's possible that I was told at one point without realizing and my subconscious mind brought it to the surface. But I like to think it was John just popping in to say, hey, bitch, it's my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) This email ended up being way longer than I intended, but I hope you ladies enjoyed it. And it didn't bum you out too bad, regardless. I could go on and on with all my stories I have, but those are stories for another day. Thank you for taking the time to read this. And thank you for the awesome podcast. Believably and skeptically yours, Chelsea. Beautiful. Well done, Chelsea. Um, Not going to touch it. I know. I knew you wouldn't. I'm going to. Yeah. It's too, too emotional, too sweet. And who am I to say? I'm not anybody. So, um... I'm so glad that you had those moments. I'm so glad that she had like that moment of closure. Yeah. And this is not, I'm not debunking. I'm just thinking that like she really needed to say goodbye to him. And so that moment of peace and quiet in that, in his room, you know, was needed. So however that moment came, whether I'm like, I'm tearing up and I got to stop. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's so sweet. It's such a, um, just thinking about saying goodbye to somebody that's yeah neat. So, I mean, it's not neat. It's tragic that it happened, but it's neat that she could find that closure and she felt like that lift. Yeah. Um, so however that part happened or however that came to be, I'm glad that it did. And that second story was beautiful. I know. And sweet. And whether I think it's a total coincidence or not, doesn't matter. Yeah, so I think it. Uh, I think it was him checking in. Yeah, so that was a lovely story. Thank you yes. for sharing, Chelsea. And yes, it was sad. It was tragic, but I think those stories are important. I'd imagine, like getting to tell your story uh, and hear it being read, I feel like that might have an even added little bit of closure to it. You know? Yeah, that's kind of neat. Maybe it's not like a full-time ghost, but maybe it's like you get a phone call, like when you get oh. arrested and they're like, let me just reach out to one person real quick. Yeah. Let me just check in real quick one time. Yeah. Because uh, that's an interesting theory. Uh, Cause did anybody else have any yeah. feelings of John being present? So is it like everybody around feels right. him or how special would you feel then? Right. And John keeps coughing. It's like he's making the call. It's not going through. So he's like, well, it never connected. I'm going to keep calling until finally she went in there. Huh. Interesting. Huh. It's a good thought. <laughs> yes. Hey, y'all. It's Crystal. And it's Samantha. And we are Serialholic Sisters. We are two sisters who share a love for all things spooky and true crime related. Join us as we talk about true crime shit. From serial killers. To unsolved murders. And everything in between. Every week, we discuss a different case, giving you the facts of the case with a little lighthearted humor sprinkled in here and there. So settle in and get all cozy with your morning coffee or your end-of-the-day cocktail, and just hang out with two awkward sisters sitting around talking about true crime shit. Hey, believers and skeptics. Well, we've got something you can both enjoy. 
The Speed Art Museum is having an exhibit called The Supernatural America. It examines the artwork that has shaped our collective imagination of the supernatural and paranormal and asks why America is haunted. This exhibit runs until January 2nd. Museum hours are Friday 1 to 8 p.m., Saturday and Sunday 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Masks are required to enter the museum. What a fun way for all skeptics and believers to get the shit scared out of them, but in a classy way. Okay, so this story we've had uh, kind of, we've left it alone for a while because of the subtitle, Sleep Paralysis Debunked. So we kind of didn't know if we were going to do another episode on sleep paralysis. But at this point, we've done two full solid ones. So I feel like any other stories that come in, let's just read them. Okay, sounds good to me. I just made that executive decision all on my own, right in front of everybody. (laughs) Uh, So if you disagree with me, I'd be like, Look at this bossy bitch. <laughs> uh, but since you didn't, I'm yeah, the bossy bitch. You've been doing it my whole life. It's right, fine. right. Okay. All right. So this one uh, is from Tony and says, all right, sisters, I went to Ballard High School in the early 2000s and my girlfriend turned me on to this podcast after you read her story about the creepy reincarnated Irish archaeologist. Oh, I love that story. Daughter who raised a womanizer. Oh, such a good story. But I also think that that's funny. That whole paragraph written together. Because at first, she's like, I went to Ballard High School in the early 2000s, and my girlfriend turned me on. I'm like, wow, I didn't even know we were famous back in the 2000s. (laughs) (laughs) As if we're famous in 2021. (laughs) But anyway, I just thought that was funny. Um, So anyway, yes, that was a great story. I wish we knew what episode that was in because. Hmm, maybe if I saw the title, I might might remember. No, who knows? Our titles are ridiculous. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Anyway, um. Great episode. If you have not listened to that one, wait till you hear that story. It's a great one. After hearing the episode featuring her daughter, I decided to listen to a couple more and I'm hooked. Oh, yay. I know. I jumped back to episode number one this week about the Sasquatch. (laughs) Sasquatch baby and night terrors and am leaning into your request for stories about sleep paralysis. Mm, Okay. So here I am sharing my story. I want to throw it out there that I am a firm believer, not a skeptic. Yes. In most aspects of my life. Oh, oh, okay. okay. I know. Okay, keep going. I've had vivid dreams since childhood, and oftentimes these end up coming true. Mm. For example, I had a reoccurring dream when I was about six years old that I was standing on the edge of a pool surrounded by seven other people. This dream reminds me a lot of your pregnancy power ranger <laughs> story because it gets a little weird there okay. for a second. And they wrote this way before your Power Ranger um, <laughs> story, which I think is hilarious because that was just last week's episode. Yeah, I can't believe I just, I divulged that entire weird dream. Oh, so funny. Made me laugh. Still makes me laugh when I think about it. <laughs> we were all wearing swimsuits and goggles. And after a long whistle was blown, we all went to our individual areas in the pool and climbed up on some sort of platform and touched our toes. Then a loud horn went off. And we all dove into the water and raced as fast as we could before a shark swam up. Oh and my gosh. Gobbled us up. And this comes true? I know. Isn't that horrible? That's how this ends. Oh, I know. That They're is writing so sad. From beyond the grave. I was prepared for the first one to be sad. And now. Yeah, this one takes a turn. Oh my gosh. If we ever get a story written from beyond the grave, you have <laughs> to you, believe. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, that'll be the kicker. Oh, oh that's funny. I went on to become a college swimmer mm. and married a collegiate swim coach. And then in parentheses, don't worry, it wasn't my swim coach, ladies. <laughs> I, would not, I wouldn't judge. And this kind of sounds sexy. 
The crazy thing about this dream was that it occurred before I even knew that swimming was a sport, before I knew what a starting block looked like or how a swimming race went down. And then in parentheses, the long whistle and loud horn were very accurate in the dream. Wow. Or before they knew they released live sharks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Into swimming pools to make you swim faster. I bet you do. I mean, you know, I've never been athletic by any capacity, but right? you know, if you're like a, a good swimmer, I do bet you do have that pressure it. of like, you know, that your heart's racing. Like I gotta, I gotta be the fastest I gotta one. Go, I gotta go. Yeah. Not because I'm going to get gobbled up by a shark, but. Well, I'd imagine. If you had a very good imagination, yeah, you could think that and maybe it would make you go faster. Yeah, it's true. Good motivation. Mm-hmm. Uh, just call me coach. Okay. <laughs> In fact, I didn't even learn how to swim until I was eight years old because my family was too poor to have access to any pools. I believe this reoccurring dream was a premonition. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Another example is the reoccurring dream I had in high school and college where I would play with a young boy who called me mommy. This is why I knew I was going to have a son one day. Long story long, I am a (laughs) firm believer, but sleep paralysis with someone standing over your bed? Nope. I'm a skeptic. In fact, I'm pretty sure I can debunk it for you permanently. Okay, bring it on. <laughs> no, a little cocky there. Yeah. But I, I mean, I enjoy it as the skeptical one. I'm like, yeah, that's right, Tony. Yeah, no, I'm ready for this. Okay. I have sleep paralysis experiences all the time. Hmm, okay. It is usually brought on by stress or getting too hot while I'm sleeping. That's interesting. Okay, fine. <laughs> Look, Aaron's getting defensive with you, Tony. <laughs> Finally, someone other than me. My husband and college roommates have even been witness to this happening to me. Here's how it goes down. My eyes open and I can see my room. I can hear voices from my dream, but my eyes are open and I can see my room. Then a large figure stands over me, sometimes two. They are talking about me. Sometimes the shadows are in the window nearby, sometimes at the foot of my bed, and sometimes right next to me. Yikes. I try to move or scream or wake myself up fully, but I cannot move or make a sound, except my eyes that dart back and forth across the room looking for help. Sometimes I can manage a whisper of help me. Oh, oh no. Or wake me. And my roommate wakes me up. Sometimes I struggle for what seems like forever before I can wake myself up, but eventually I wake up and it all goes away. I've had this happen in over a dozen different houses. So it definitely is not a ghost, unless Uh there is a ghost following me around. Yes, that was what I was thinking. Wait for this. And moving from house to house, in parentheses. But why would they do that? Moving is miserable. (laughs) (laughs) I'm suspicious that my night terrors, and then parentheses, or sleep paralysis, are the side effect of a medicine I took. This is interesting. A medicine I took as a child to help me sleep. It's called Codetus. Hmm. If you Google Codetus, you will learn that it is an opioid cough suppressant. Oh, man. That should not be given to children under 18 years old. Oh, my gosh. I would think codeine and Robitussin. Well, duh. Sounds amazing. I know. It does sound amazing. <laughs> but no, you don't give it to your kid under 18. You just give them only codeine or only Robitussin. Not combined. Yeah, or just, you know, a shot of bourbon and say, go to sleep. True Little that. bourbon on the gums. Yeah. Good night. Benadryl. It'll be fine. Not that either of us have ever done No. I, I wouldn't know, waste my bourbon. Are you kidding me? Or my Benadryl. That shit's expensive. <laughs> I know really creative, as she said in parentheses, I know really creative name because codeine plus Robitussin. Right. Codetus. 
No wonder I love the flavor of Robitussin as an adult. <laughs> it just hits right. <laughs> I love that. I took it all the time as a child, so much that I quit using the little measuring cups and oh. would just throw back a shot when needed to suppress my cough so I could sleep. Oh. Side effects include nightmares and hallucinations. Oh, okay. But are they still having that night, that sleep paralysis No, situation? but they think this is like a side effect from years of doing it, of like, prolonged mm. exposure to this. So even after they stop taking it. Yeah. Okay. Consider sleep paralysis versus ghost officially debunked. Uh I am not I'm not considering that. Tony put the stamp on it. No, I maybe your case is debunked, but as I have said, I think sometimes you can have sleep paralysis and it can be a weird trick of the mind and sometimes there's a demon in your brain. I knew you were going to say that. So to explain how Aaron believes she believes that those two figures that you saw could be still be, even though they go away. Yeah. Even though once you wake up, they're not there. Uh-huh. That they could still be something paranormal. Yeah. Because like you're in a weird little middle plane. You're not quite awake. You're not quite asleep. Mm-hmm. And you're more open. Mm-hmm. So Tony, not to scare the shit out of you, but. Yeah. But I do not consider it debunked. And I'm so sorry. Mm. Well. Warmly, Tony. Okay, well, P.S. warmly back. Let me do. <laughs> yeah, right. P.S. <laughs> apologies, I haven't listened to Sleep Paralysis 2 yet. I bet they have now because it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. That was also a little arrogant, but they have now. I mean, maybe Tony decided to stop listening after the next episode. <laughs> Who knows? So maybe not super scary, but very insightful. And I appreciate it, Tony. Yeah, I think it is super scary. I think you have two people and you're scared enough to be like, Help me. Yeah. Help me. Yeah. No, thank you. I don't care. I do not care if they go away when you wake up. It's scary to me. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, then that leaves us to fan favorite, which teaser, my fan favorite, kind of gives us some stories here at the end. So, oh, okay. So we a little add, bonus. Yeah. I put in some bonus stories here right at the end. Uh, so this one, I mean, really, this is just kind of. They didn't really go out of their way other than just sending me a personal message. Oh, we, we love when you play with our ego. Oh my gosh. Yes. They, I'm like, Oh, look at you. I see you talking to me and I am going to mark you as a fan favorite for the future. Um, so Josephine, so appreciate you. Should I read the lovely, it's pretty funny too. Yeah, go for it. The lovely message they sent us. Well, they sent me, but um, oh, okay. I'm pretty sure they meet oh. both of us. Hi, Megan. I'm a huge fan of my skeptical sister. Oh, Just wanted to thank you for teaching me the word harangued. (laughs) Uh, I came across while I was reading and wouldn't have known what (laughs) what was going on without you. So major props for such an entertaining and educational podcast. Oh, that's what we strive for. No, I definitely don't think you can put us in the category of educational (laughs) by any means. But thank you, Josephine. Harangoo. Harangoo. (laughs) I also feel the term sliding into your DMs sounds so dirty yeah and i'm glad that i'm not the only one i tried to include aaron in this message there you go see they love me too but i was unable to figure out how to successfully double team your dm (laughs) 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 and then she did like the laughing cry uh emojis said laughing crying emojis for life oh we talked about that (laughs) that's right you ladies are so amazing. I'm going through and listening for a second time. Oh, my goodness. I know. So thank you for keeping me company and making me laugh literally out loud all the time. Oh. Best wishes and warmest regards, Josephine. 
So of course, like you know, that was this was way back in October. I was like, Josephine, you know, oh. she's so awesome. I said, thank you for this amazing message, Aaron. Just got a message earlier from a listener, and I got to admit, I was a little jealous. <laughs> Boy, isn't that me? Uh, of all of her DM action. So thank you for sending this to me. And don't worry, I'll share this with Aaron. It means so much to us. So that was way back in October. Yeah, thanks for sharing it with me now, bitch. I did share it with you. <laughs> I did because I remember laughing about the DM comment. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> but Josephine's just, I've, I've been hanging on for yes. a while. And so now I was like, okay, who do I want? Oh, yeah. So, hi, Josephine. I picked you for our fan favorite for next week's episode. Da, 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 da. What can we plug for you? And then they said, oh, wow. Thank you so much. I usually miss the deadlines to volunteer or donate or adopt a family at Christmas time. So, when I am able to, I call the school office and ask them to suggest a family in our district that we can help. It may be last minute, but it's never too late. Aww. So, I think that was just their suggestion. So, like, yeah. you don't have to wait around for an which is such a good. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be Christmas time. Yeah, that's you know, true. You, right, especially sometimes Christmas time, you're tapped out. You know, you've right. spent money on every little office Christmas party and gathering that you can. So you're just tapped out, you know. So wait until you have a little extra money. And yeah. I know our school, you know, we're, we're a very needy school. So anytime you call and ask in Jefferson County, it's called Family Resource Center. So you just call mm -hmm. and ask to talk to them. And they're always looking for donations. But yeah. um, I'm sure any school district, you just call and ask, where can I donate to a family in need? Yeah, that's awesome. I know what a great idea that was. P.S. I've been meaning to post this in the Facebook group. I, like Aaron, will not mess with a Ouija, uh, but I would, but I was okay with our friends using this ghost radar app. Have you heard of this? Uh, yeah, I think I have. Yeah. I haven't used it yet because I'm scared. Which shows <laughs> dots as ghost markers and works as an EVP. Oh, I'm doing something. I was like sitting an emoji to Did her. Did you all of a accidentally open the ghost radar app? No, <laughs> no. I like, you know, I clicked on it for too long. So it was like. Popping oh. up all the emojis. I'm oh. like, what if I do like the mad emoji and I send her a bad message? <laughs> like all of a sudden, you're pissing me off, Josephine. Okay, hold on. <laughs> so you're all over the place, Megan. This ghost radar app, which shows dots as ghost markers and works as an EVP speaker box. Mm. She said, I know, electronics. But still super freaky when it's going off and talking to you. Maybe you lovely ladies can use this instead <laughs> of the board as well. Which I thought that was very thoughtful. That is thoughtful. And I would be more open to that if it wasn't in my house. Oh, yeah. Right. Because then what are you going to do? Yeah. Then I'm just stuck with them. No, thank you. Okay. But but also, you know, these people at this app company need some things to happen. Otherwise, people aren't going to continue to <clears throat> okay. do the app. Uh -huh. So therefore, okay, you don't have anything to be scared about. It's all <laughs> bullshit. Josephine just keeps on going. And I love it. Okay. And I'm just going to keep reading everything Good. that Josephine writes. Good. I love Josephine now. PPS, I totally fangirled and bragged to the husband that I got fan favorite. Eek. <laughs> okay, here's a story from my husband. Okay, Ooh, so this okay. Is from husband. I was at Tony and Holly's, and then in parentheses, his friends. <laughs> While they wait, were wait, our last person was from Tony. Our last story. Oh, do 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 do. Interesting. Doo, doo, doo. Interesting. While they were using the app upstairs, so still talking about the same app. Okay. There was tons of activity. I mean, those app people were like, uh, I'm uh, getting that money. Okay. Uh, so I was freaked out and went downstairs where there were other people. Later that night, I went back upstairs to get ready for bed when I saw a white shadow cross the doorway. 
It wasn't until the next morning that they told me all the stories of their relatives seeing a ghost of a woman in white. Ooh, spooky. Yes, uh, spooky. And also the mind can do amazing things. And even more makes me want you to watch Yellow Jackets because there's a part where they do a seance upstairs and one girl's downstairs. Listen, we need to start a thread on our Facebook page. If you don't watch it, don't read the thread. Okay. I'm ready to talk about it. I know other people are watching. Oh my gosh, okay. we'll wait until I get caught up. Okay, 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 okay. okay. The creepiest thing that happened with the app at our house was when our friend pointed to where the radar was showing a new dot, which was in the direction of the path we follow to get to the pond. The app said trail, then man. Ooh. Our friend only said it's picking something up over there and pointed. He never said the word trail. We were on the other side of a huge bonfire, so the app couldn't have sensed the gap in the trees. Huh, mm. interesting. That night, the app also spoke the names William and Alice. I never knew the first names of the couple who lived on our property before us, just Mr. and Mrs. Smith. We are only the second family to live slash build here, so I got super excited that this might be them. I anxiously waited until the morning to ask my mom what the previous owner's names were, and I was crushed when it was not them. Oh, dang. Right. (laughs) Right. The whole time I kept thinking that if it was them, there would be no way to debunk that, LOL. (laughs) I do have the previous owner's desk, and one day I thought the cat was playing and pulling on my shoelaces. So I bent down under the desk to shoo her away, but no one was there. Ooh, that's weird. And then they say, okay, I'm done bombarding you now. I think. <laughs> oh, never be done. No, don't be done. Those were great stories. And I mean, you're the fan favorite. So go on. Yeah, it's do your, your time. Thing. <laughs> yeah, that was oh, awesome. Wow. Yeah, that is really weird. Now, I will say in support of the fact, Alice and John, is that what, what their names are? Uh, let me look. William and Alice. Okay, so William and Alice. I have... I'm sure you I've know William and Alice. I know them. They <laughs> died tragically. Where does she live? I uh, know. Uh, um, but I have told everybody about my ghost, Tony. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, another Tony. Wow. This is the night of Tony's. That's so weird. Hmm. Yeah. So Anthony, Tony, whatever, uh, where I was like, I really think there's somebody here. This is before I had a name. Uh huh. I think there's somebody here. I picture a man. I picture a little kid. I don't know. I picture both. And uh, I went, to, I talked to a medium because she was at like a makeup party. Yeah. And I brought it. I said, well, you know, sometimes I feel like there's something in my house. That's the only information I gave her. And I had done that diet in house app. I know I've said this because we had a whole conversation. You said the what app? Well, it's a diet in diet in house.com diet in house i swear i thought you said i've done that diet app i'm like <laughs> well okay that's a weird thing to disclose right now i mean i'm sure lots of people have done diet apps but no, no i no. just thought that was a weird diet diet in house.com to see if anybody's died in your house and nobody had so i told them that i'm like uh-huh. you know i really do feel like there's this presence however i did the check and there's nobody who died you why and uh they said I don't think it's from the people who lived there in the house before you. I think it's from the land. Yeah, because everywhere you go, someone has died, died there. <laughs> yeah. Someone has died there. Yes, and we've talked. There's like a there's like an old plantation type house near us, and she was yeah. like, I almost think it's somebody who worked the land mm. near your house, and wow. they just like your presence. So they're staying with they're sticking with your family for right now. Yeah, why not? So. I mean, nope. if one were to believe. No problem with Anthony. He seems chill as fuck. Well, now that you know he's not 
peeking in on you in the shower. Right. I mean, get it. You I, have I get it. it. I get it. I mean, you're hot as I'm shit. I'm hot. Girl. You I gotta, get gotta it. sneak a peek if you can. Finally, but I said, don't do that. And he's like, set oh, a boundary. I'm so glad sorry. he respected it. Yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah. Right. So there well, it is. There you go. So, um, so thank you, Josephine. So are you saying we can get this app and do it in your house? No, I'm saying that even though it wasn't the name of the previous owners, somebody may have died in Not that may spot. Have. Someone has definitely Someone has died, died in that spot. And maybe their names mm-hmm. were Allison William. That's right. And you know how we know that's legit because uh, Michaela made me a sticker that says, everywhere you go, someone has died. That's amazing. I think that's what our merch needs to say. I know. And where can we, how, what do we do with that sticker? She's so, I love Michaela. She sends me this cute little, she calls it a sticker, but I'm like, well, I really want that to be a sticker so I can put it on <laughs> something, but I'm so old. I'm like, it's, it's in my computer. Yeah. How's that a sticker? So I guess you could put that like, like I could put that at the end of my email or something. Yeah. Uh, that'd be a weird work email. Weird. <laughs> I'm like this philosophical behavior coach. And, my kids. <laughs> and just P.S. Everywhere you go, someone's died. And then at the end of that email, they're I'm like, morbid. wait a minute. Maybe you're right. Everywhere. May- there is no maybe, Aaron. It's like a threat. It's like, no, it does. It so much like a threat. So that was a great fan favorite, Josephine. Yes. And what a great, that really is. I don't want to just skip over that into the scary stories. Yeah. Anytime, year round, call up a school, ask if there's a family you can help. Even right. if it's like donate a turkey to or something for yeah. Christmas dinner. That's such a great way to directly, you know, sometimes you donate to these big organizations. You're like, right. I hope some of my money does yeah. some good. This is like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. I'm going to help this family. Yeah. And I even um, picked a kiddo off of our angel tree that I know. Yeah. So, and it, it's not a kid that I work with a whole lot, but it's so fun because I keep seeing him in the hallways and like, Ooh, I know what you're getting for Christmas. <laughs> I'm like so excited to give it all to him. So that's just, it's, it's a great way. It's so many kids in need. So definitely take them up on that idea. Awesome. That's great. Well, thank you, Josephine. Thank you, Tony, for your attempt at a debunk. That did not fool me. <laughs> it did. I'm uh, with you, Tony. No. And thank you so much, Chelsea. Great stories. And uh, we love it. And sorry, AJ. Sorry, AJ, about last week. Sorry, we will mm-hmm. we will do better moving forward. Yes, I will. You you always do so good. I'm I'm I'll be the one. I've got a way to go. <laughs> if you have a story that you want us to read, mm-hmm. send it into my skeptical sister at gmail.com or go to our website, www.myskepticalsister.com. You can find us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com and search My Skeptical Sister. Join us for our movie nights. For movie about- night this week. I know. You're going to be too late because yeah. this is coming out on Thursday. Why but- do you always do this? Every <sighs> week, you don't, you're not in time. Oh, me or them. I them. was like, well, I'm sorry. No, not you. All the people. No, all the people who just forgot to sign up this month. Damn it. You did it again. I know. I think we might watch something called Black Christmas Ooh. on HBO because it sounds like everybody has HBO. Okay, cool. And then Brooke was like, I, I just saw Brooke's little comment. She's like, that is a great yeah, movie. One of her favorite Christmas movies. She Ew. said, oh, I'm excited. I've never seen I've, it. I don't know that I've ever seen a scary Christmas movie. I mean, I've seen Die Hard. That's an action Christmas movie. Mm, I do love Die Hard, but I don't think that that would be paranormal no. or scary. Kevin and I, this is our yearly fight of what movie we're going to watch when we wrap presents on Christmas Eve. It's either Die Hard oh, or funny. Love Actually. Oh, Love Actually is so good. I know. And you can't watch that with the kids. There's lots of mm-hmm. there's lots of nakedness in it. Oh, like with those man. little the little sex stand in people. They do a lot of sex. 
Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I'm really glad I I remember that. Yeah. Instead of putting that on play mute. Yeah, no, there's a lot. There's a lot of ass in that movie. Oh, um, asses are okay. I always think it's funny. Well, when, yeah, I mean they're okay. There's right insinuated sex. No, I'm not saying that we should show it to our kids. I just always think it's funny. <laughs> like, and I I I do it too. And it's a weird thing. Like when you go to watch a movie, and if it says violence or whatever, it's like, yeah, okay, we could watch that. But if it's like sex, oh no, we better not. I'm like. Now, wait a second. I feel like we're maybe promoting the wrong thing. Sex should be way more okay than violence. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Anyway, just deep thoughts by me. Go on. <laughs> if you want to follow us on social media, you can find our Facebook page. We'd love to have you there. We're having a lot of fun. Yeah. And we're on Instagram and TikTok. TikTok. If you want to help us in a way and you just don't have five bucks to spare, guess what, guys? Go rate, review, subscribe. That yes. really, really helps. We, it's been, you know, we kind of go in this little roller coaster where it's like, oh, we got two new reviews. And then it's yeah. like a month with nothing new. <laughs> and you know our egos. We need it. Send mm-hmm. them in. That's right. We love it. So we would love all we want for Christmas are reviews. Oh, we want, <laughs> I can't even try. Our five-star reviews. Don't, don't send us in your, your crummy ones. Anyways. Sorry, if I seem distracted, it's because I'm looking up ways to say goodbye in a different language. Oh, I was like, you do. You left me. I know. I'm not. No, I'm right here with you. But go ahead. Are you ready? I think so. So thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Zaijin. La, 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 la. Sunshine. <laughs> sunshine. 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 It's all cool. <laughs> Shit. That's the hamster's. Holy shit, they're loud. They're so loud. <laughs> they love to run at night. They love me. Callow. Like. You mean Kilo? Yeah, I put her in that ball and she just kept running into my legs because she wanted to crawl over me so bad. Do you let her crawl all over you? I did let her. I got her out of there and let her crawl. You love her so much? I love her. What? You don't like eight ball? No, I love them both. I love them both so oh, much. Okay. Well, if you're going to love Kilo, you better love eight ball. I love them both, but equally. Callow just loves me more than eight ball. Eight ball's like. <laughs> Peace. I'm going to run around here. Abel's like, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. That's right. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, Important. You hear that? <laughs> I think those stories are important. I don't know how to say that word anymore. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I think you said it okay that time. Okay. Um, I think those stories are important. Perfect. Now I'm second guessing myself. Um, my husband and college roommates have even been witnesses to some of this happening. I rearranged their words completely. <laughs> and after a long whistle has blown, we all, I'm sorry, and she, she said it had blown. And after a long whistle had blown, again, that was on me, not her, was blown. <laughs> so judgmental, I'm like, she should have said that. Yeah. And one day I thought the cat was playing and pulling on the laces. So I bent under the desk to shoo her away, but there was no one there. Ooh. I guess, I'm sorry, playing on their laces. Oh. Like their shoelaces. shoelaces. Ooh, that's weird. Yeah. And it, it's because they say my shoelaces. What is wrong with me? Hold on. <laughs> let me read that again. Codatus. If you Google Codatus. You said that right I the first time. coitus. Every time I see it, <laughs> no, no, every time I read it, I'm like, am I saying coitus or codatus? Hmm. <laughs> if you Google codatus, like, I don't even know what that means, but he's so hot <laughs> in that like carnival kind of way.
and thank you. I really no oh, oh Heather, that? Chelsea. Chelsea. can't put that in i wish i could yeah you can i might have to listen how to say that fake a i space j i a n it's pronounced s-a-i-g-h-z that is not that's pronounced i call your bluff Zai. Zaijin. 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 You didn't say goodbye first. No, I didn't. Okay. I was waiting for you Sorry. to listen. So go ahead.